you're listening to Spirit of the Dawn Podcast 8. Today, we'll be exploring electromagnetic healing with my guest, Sifu Matthew Klein. Every single day since whence I wake, I feel the same. Somehow I have changed. Could do the people of the street. Yeah, made me feel it Somehow life is sweeter every day Somehow life is sweeter every day hey, uh, You've gotta find a time to change Gotta find the time to find this time to embrace The colors, fine lines and shades It makes this place, it makes this place great I'll embrace the change Whoa, whoa, I'll embrace the change Whoa, whoa From beautiful Ashland, Oregon, I am Pleiadian Emissary of Light, Caroline Ra. Thank you all for joining me today. Welcome to Spirit of the Dawn. We are in for a fascinating show today. We'll be exploring the science of electromagnetic fields, minerals, elements, and how they work together to create healing in our bodies. My guest today, Sifu Matthew Klein, is a martial arts master of multiple disciplines and a master healer. Matthew is able to manipulate electromagnetic fields along with their corresponding minerals and elements to influence rapid healing in degenerative conditions that often seem to be beyond repair. He has helped thousands recover their health and is now publicizing and teaching how we can heal ourselves using the fundamental scientific forces that create our electromagnetic reality. I am delighted to welcome to Spirit of the Dawn, Master Matthew Klein. Matthew, thank you so much for joining with us today. Uh, It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Well, this entire uh, subject fascinates me completely, and I am wondering how you uh, came to this understanding of all this information. Could you share your background with us? Sure, sure. So... um, much of where my information and system came from was the martial arts. And as early as I can recall, probably as, as um, I would say it was in close proximity to walking, I was already in a martial arts class. <laughs> and I was fascinated with martial arts since I was a, a child. And in studying the martial arts, while there are many different actions that a person can get from any course of study. I started becoming interested in these more subtle types of energetics that were happening between interactions. So, for example, when two people are engaging in a um, combative sport or a... um, sport where they're challenging each other's balance and they're having to protect themselves, there is a lot of interaction and forces that are happening between those two people. And when training in the martial arts, you start to heighten your sensitivity because you have to be very focused on what the other person is doing and you have to get out of your own mental friction, as I call it. And as I was working with different types of martial arts, because I've studied many of them, which I will go into uh, with you, 
But as I started to get into these arts, I started to realize something else was happening in these interactions. And what was happening was that when people are facing off with each other, there are all these different types of electric currents that are moving between us, between our hearts, our bones, our eyes, our hair, our skin. There's so much that's happening that we're not aware of. And when you're put in a situation where your senses are heightened and you have to protect yourself, you start to listen deeper. What can I see in this person? So a good example would be you're, you're in a hold or you're, you're putting someone in a hold and all of a sudden you feel your center of balance is shifting and you're losing your center of balance and you're, you're about to be knocked down to the floor and you start listening, where is there room to move? What types of opportunities is this martial arts system giving me to utilize? And in understanding the, the concept of where you are bound, where you are constricted, and where you have room to move, I started to tap in to these new understandings of how physics was working. Do you feel that the martial arts then opened up a whole world to you that you could explore that led you to be a healer? Yeah, absolutely. What I became profoundly aware of in my training was that number one, um, we were not listening mostly to each other. There's so much that can be heard and what you hear can be put into healing. So while people are training a lot of times and they're training to learn how to fight and some systems they're teaching you how to heal, there's many more layers that could be taught and, and absorbed for balancing one's life. And a good example would be um, how we use the combat in the martial arts. So my take on healing is that healing is actually a form of combat. They are one in the same. Wow, could you explain that then? Sure. When training in the martial arts, you're training your alignment, you're training your shape, you're training your energy to take a shape that interacts with another person's shape to try and balance a situation that is aggressive. So what's not understood is that when you throw a punch, a kick, or you twist your body in a direction, that is a shape. It is an expression of energy through your bones, your ligaments, your tissues, your joints, and it is creating a field of force to offset another person's shape. And so when you are engaging in any situation that is without balance and you're trying to restore balance, you must use the understanding of changing shape to create balance. Using the shape that is being asked for. Perfect example, if Somebody has a, a, a lower spine problem where the vertebras are out of position and they're not able to stand straight before, uh, because of it, they have a shape problem in their body. The shape is not where it should be. So if I were to intervene and step into their field, 
I'm going to step into their electrical field and have to create another shape out of that shape to create then the healing that puts them back into the shape that is healthy. So, in a sense, as you put that all together in your mind, what, what you're dealing with is this idea of when we are out of balance, we're out of shape, we're out of source, we're not actually in our proper shape. And so martial arts is training you to become extremely powerful in your ability to both be flexible in your shape and to create power from your shape to bring balance to the world and the reality around you. And that is healing. Wow. I've been drawing pictures, okay, of everything you say. <laughs> so are you saying, Matthew, that what you would use to defeat an opponent would be the same information you would use to heal someone? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, what is it that you see when you look at a human body? How are you experiencing the human body? My perspective, I'm going to go back to the martial arts and build on that earlier um, chapter that we started because I think that will help people, people get a, a visceral sense of this. When people get close to each other, there is heat that is generated between their electromagnetic fields. And when there is heat, there are circuits created. There is a conductivity that starts to happen. And when there's conductivity, you have particles that are exchanging, and these particles are giving you information. And they're happening all the time. So for example, when we talk about instincts, when we talk about intuition, those are all basically just electromagnetic functions of your heart picking up particles or your skin picking them up, and then they're being registered in your psyche or being registered in your mind from a chemical experience that's actually happening. And so when I was training in the martial arts, I became hypercritical of these types of energetics that were coming off of the body. So for example, you know, at first you're training and you're like, there's a guy, he's, he's 10 feet away from me, then he gets closer, then he moves in this direction, and I counter move. And you do that, you do that for a long time until you start to understand how to neutralize his force, how do I neutralize him? Then I started to look and I was like, wait a second, he's standing 20 feet away from me and I know that his hip is out, I know that his groin is out, I know that he has no force in his right shoulder, so I'm just gonna put my hand out in a very specific position that compromises his electromagnetic field, and he may not know it, but it's gonna shut off his electricity and he's not gonna be happy about it, and he's not going to attack me well. Now, how do you see it? Well, you feel it, you experience it on every level. You experience it in your feet, you experience it in your hair, it's everywhere. It's a question of being tuned into it and allowing it to come to you and then starting to create an understanding of what it actually means. Matthew, I have seen videos of you doing your uh, work with the martial arts with some of your students. It's absolutely amazing. What are they experiencing when their field is disrupted? Well, what you know, what's interesting is we disrupt our fields all the time and we don't pay attention to it. So um, when, when you're in a martial situation or in training, because you're really focusing on your energy and your interaction with another person, then you're hypercritical of it. You're really aware of it. So what it feels like is you're there 
and you have your force and then the force becomes extremely weak and you don't have access to your force anymore. So it feels like something is cut out. And what happens is the body knows, the nervous system starts to amp itself up trying to find minerals or fuel to make itself stronger. Now, what's interesting is a lot of the diseases that you heal are the same, that people will come to you as a healer and they already are extremely disrupted, their force is not imbalanced, their particles are not able to um, absorb the right charges that they need, and so they're coming to you in a battle state. They're basically saying, heal me now, heal me, and heal me on my terms. And sometimes you have to realize that is a form of an attack, and you have to learn how to neutralize it and put them back in the position where they're not off balance, but they're on balance. Other healers are doing a lot of work with different aspects of healing. Does yours complement what others are doing, or is it? how does it work and mesh with other modalities? It would only complement in a sense that I'm dealing with fundamental principles of science that make up humanity. So where, let's say, certain modalities were born um, out of principles that were needed at specific times. So for example, acupuncture, which is a brilliant modality from my perspective of what I see has its, its potency and power, but in some areas, there are things that I see it's difficult to work on because there are certain types of electromagnetic stresses that didn't exist when that system was created. And those stresses have built up over generations and generations in our bodies. And so the needles are not necessarily powerful enough to induct the currents that you need on a very, very deep level to get the body integrated. And so when I teach someone, let's say, who does acupuncture, I'm gonna teach them how to understand how to use the directions properly, how to understand how the bones are gonna conduct. So when they put their finger on someone, it's gonna amplify based on the force that the, the field in the direction they're standing on, it's gonna amplify through the client's body and get them in a state that's gonna remove some of the disruptions that normally would not get moved. Do you feel that the work that you're presenting is that we're ready for now for this information? Ready or not, we need it. Okay, okay. Well, that, um, that, I would, I would actually really love to discuss the healing work that you and I did together in the class that I participated sure. in. Um, okay. That was a really fascinating experience. Um, can you set it up for us, what, what the class was about and what the intention of the yeah, class was? of course, of course. So the class was about teaching a, a very, as I say, a non-mental heart or electromagnetic understanding of how we ground ourselves, how to actually make a very strong circuit with the earth so that your um, field and your various interstitial conductivity, the conductivity between your fluids, your tissue, your bones becomes in harmony so that your body feels that it is in a, a strong and powerful state. And I was working on teaching people how to access deep enough areas in their electromagnetism so that they can hold these currents in their body without losing them. When you hold these types of currents in your body, 
and you don't lose them, what happens is things can heal spontaneously and you will also begin to align more with the various fields that are trying to bring your body healing information. And in teaching the class, I was focusing on understanding both how to get into your deepest aspects to hold that electricity, how to hold the electricity, how to know when you're holding it and when you're not, and then how to maintain it when you start coming into what I call fields of friction. So when other forces come towards you that are ungrounding or they want to disrupt your field or they're disrupting it by accident, how do you maintain that homeostasis in your field? That seems very important in our interactions with others. Ex extremely important. If, if you're a visionary as you are and you think about everything being a field of, of um, energy of electromagnetism and particles, and then you walk out somewhere and your field diminishes because there's a major interference with it and you're not able to stabilize it, it blocks what you're doing. It will block your force, it'll block your power, it'll also affect your health because you're going to short circuit. Totally understand all that. I think that's one of the reasons people are so sensitive to energies and try to stay away from yeah. other people a whole lot sometimes. Yeah. That is true. Now, the class was really interesting. You created a lovely container for everyone and gave us very clear instructions that I was able to follow, which isn't always something I'm able to do, actually. <laughs> so <laughs> I was able to follow the instructions, and it was really very interesting. Why does my back feel totally amazing now? Why do <laughs> I? You have to share with me. What has changed in me? We did a healing at the end of the class, yeah. and my back feels, um, you know, I'm a yoga girl. I do tons of yoga. I get lots of exercise. I eat just right, but my back has never felt, I've never been able to stand up straight and have proper alignment since I was a child, and I'm able to do that now. I have much more mobility, and I want to know what has happened in me and how I can keep encouraging this. Okay. What happened was that when we have, number one, circuits that are not working in our spine, we can't pull in the proper mineral fields that we need to replenish ourselves. And I'll give you a, 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 just a very simple example. When sometimes, let's say, you're stressed, you're working hard, you're stressed, and you're like, oh my God, I gotta go to the beach, I gotta go to the beach, right? And you feel, you feel that going to the beach is gonna help you. Well, that is a chemical reaction. You're actually taking chemicals from the water. And the reason you're stressed is because you got too hot. You're, you're overheated. So the, the chemicals in the body that are stress chemicals and minerals got amped up and your, your parasympathetic reserves diminished, which is why you're like, I gotta go to the beach, I gotta go to the beach. Now, when you go to the beach, you are not just looking at the water and receiving new brain waves, you're getting the waves from the communication of the air, the minerals in the water that are actually being infused into your electrical system. And because water has high amounts of magnesium and sodium, what's happening is your body is absorbing those chemicals and is taking them in and it is having a profound chemical effect on your body. Just like if you were to go to the mountains where they were really hot, you would cleanse yourself very quickly. And so each one of these, um, 
equations are changing our positions, our electrical positions with our environment. And going back to your back, you had areas that could not get the circuitry flowing properly within your system. And because the body couldn't calm itself down, you were never really able to get the body into the homeostasis it needed to start to uh, connect better to your environment and communicate with it. So when I'm working healing circles, I'm connecting my electromagnetic force field and particles to the fields that are around you and, and moving in in a very intimate way to where I sense the disturbances are and I'm actually rewiring the disturbances so that the fields can move in you. Well, it, it really feels as if I'm getting more information now in that area of my body. Just I just feel so much much more capable of doing like what my brain is asking my back to do, you know, kind of thing. It's like, yeah, I'm with you, you are. now. I'm with you now. I can do it. The mineral fields are smarter than we are. They're much smarter. And elements, which I call the larger components of the mineral fields, which hold the minerals together are extraordinarily intelligent because they're what's making up our environment and our reality. They make up our entire atmosphere. So when that information comes into your uh, body, which has an extraordinary intelligence, your body knows how to respond to it. Even if your brain doesn't understand it, it doesn't matter. If you're walking down the street and you're thinking you're in a good state and you feel balanced, then five minutes later, your uh, ankle kicks out and you're in extraordinary pain, it tells you that your body is aware of what's going on and your mind sometimes is not. It can be completely detached from the electricity in your body. So when these fields come back into your system and they're able to be rewired, it's gonna have a fundamental effect on everything because when the body healed, heals, it will influence your psyche and your state, whether you like it or not. <laughs> I'd like to get back to something you said sure. about, I used to live at the beach and I went to the beach every day. And yeah. one day I went to the beach and the beach said goodbye to me, you're moving to the mountains. And uh, it right. took a year, uh -huh. but I, I said, okay. And I had no idea I was actually moving to the mountains. But a year later I moved to the mountains. I go hiking in the mountains and the mountain energy is all around me now. Don't get to go to the beach. It's a completely different energy. Am I getting similar information from the mountains as I did from the ocean? It's very, it's different, very different because what you're dealing with is you're dealing with um, the minerals that have risen that are highly conductive. So if you think about the water, the water as an action or as an actor, it's an actor. The water has a, a interaction with you where it's settling, it's stilling, it's, it's absorbing, it's detoxifying. It's not stimulating except in a way to create more of a cooling effect on your body. So the water without the sun, without the heat from the earth is cold. It's very cold. And so when you go to the mountains, it's a different effect because the mountains are these minerals at a much higher elevation. So it's like taking bone and amplifying it. You're dealing with, with the, the crust of the earth and the various um, calciums and oxygen, you know, oxygens and carbon and zincs and, and also magnesium, and these are getting charged because they're, they're higher, they're at a higher elevation. 
they're moving upward versus the water pulling you down. So they're gonna stimulate you. And, and also because of the fact that depending on where they are, if they're, in, if they're in hotter territories, they've risen, they rise because of the heat. So they're gonna be carrying a lot of electrical charge and, and will often have a stimulating effect on you. It is really very different energy living here. Um, without even going into the mountains, we're 2,000 feet up here in Ashland. Going from sea level to 2,000 feet up is a big difference. And then when we get into the, ma- yeah. when we get into the mountains, we can easily get the, to 7,000 feet around here, but it's really more like we go about 3,500 or so. It's very, very interesting, and uh, I would love to let everyone know about your website, which is an absolutely beautiful sure. website, electromagnetichealer.com. And there's lots of things you have going on. You do private sessions uh, in I New do. York, group mm-hmm. healings in New York, and you have classes coming up. You're going to be teaching other healers how to do this work. Is that true? Absolutely. That's a big part of your plan, isn't it? It's a it's a very important part of my plan to help people understand who desire how to heal others and how to heal themselves, that they have to learn both together. And part of what I've accomplished, which to me is absolutely miraculous, is that I've healed my own body of major, major damage. And so my feeling is I want to see healers healing themselves and healing others at the same time. There shouldn't be a conflict around it. I see many people who are, have extremely good intentions and they're wanting to heal people and they're having so much trouble with themselves and I want them to learn how to get their power set so when they bring their field into another's, their power is there, it's stable, it's balanced, and it's able to then stimulate the change it needs because they've done it to themselves. Would that also help healers who take on other people's energies and just end up being ragged from that? Yeah, absolutely, because that's, a, that's an imbalance. That's an imbalance in not understanding where your force is and when you're losing your force. Uh, we are having an amazing time talking with Master Matthew Klein, discussing his work as an electromagnetic healer. Okay, let's talk about diet and supplements and that whole subject because I know that you're very knowledgeable about that and I'd like for you to share some information with us Mm -hmm, about mm -hmm. how you know a healthy diet interacts with us and the importance of um, what nutrients we're putting in our body and what we're not putting in our body also and why we eat also why do we why are we doing that (laughs) And um, then get into supplements and that whole world a little bit. If you could share with us your take on things, I'd really appreciate it. Really interesting. So first and foremost, the foods that we eat are generally a reflection of what our states are, what our elements are, and what our minerals are in the body. So when we're depleted um, in oxygen, when we're depleted in calcium. When we don't have enough conductivity, then we're going to reach for foods that are going to try and give us quick fixes for energy, which would be like sugars. And when we feel stable, balanced, and grounded, we're not going to reach for those as much. We're going to reach for the foods that are a little bit more, I would say, slow absorbers like oils and 
um, the vegetables and the greens. And because we're not looking to stimulate ourselves as much, we're looking to just feed the body what it's asking. And so much of, of our diets, in fact, all of our diets, where we have imbalances and where we're balances are a reflection of what's going on with our mineral and electrical uptake. So a lot of times we crave the foods, we, well, we crave the foods that we need. And when we crave foods that are not good for us, it means we're actually doing that as a shadow over the food that we need. Okay. I, I understood all that. Yeah, I, I like sweets a lot, Matthew. <laughs> yeah. So, so, you know, here's what's happening. It's really interesting, and I do as well. And I noticed that when I do certain types of exercises, when I'm moving certain elements, and I'll explain to you how one can do this themselves, um, sugar cravings will die instantly. Wow. They'll go because you'll get the minerals you want in your body, and your body will slow itself down. And so it's not trying to feed for a quick fix. A lot of times when we're craving sugar, our chemicals are slightly depressed in a sense, and we're lacking other minerals. We're not getting as much uh, oxygen or ATP in our body. And because of that, we are looking for something to, to kind of amp ourselves up and feel good. And when you start getting your electricity, your voltage high enough, you'll feel really good and you actually won't even think that much about food. You'll, you'll find that your appetite will probably diminish somewhat because you'll start receiving the nutrients from the atmosphere around you. Yeah, I, I do know what you're saying completely. Um, I think when, we're, when we find our eating habits to be very uh, balanced, we just feel a sense of alignment in our, in our whole being. We also become much more productive and emotionally balanced. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've noticed all of that connecting up tremendously. Supplements is such a wide range. I work with a lot of superfoods in my cuisine and in my diet, um, which I don't necessarily consider supplements, but maybe some people would. Let's talk about supplements in that whole world. Do you recommend things? Yeah, I do. Um, a lot of my focus is first simplifying the person's condition by getting them into an electromagnetic balanced state. So, for example, when I work with somebody who has um, a metabolic disorder, you know, meaning they, they can't get their adrenals right, their diet, or they're gaining weight rapidly, and they're taking a lot of supplements, they're not often addressing the primary function, which is the electromagnetism in the minerals, which is that if your electricity is not proper and you're putting supplements in, you're not getting to the primary problem in the body, so the body's never really able to get itself set right fully. And so what I try and do is I try to simplify for people by first getting them to understand how to get into a healing space so that they can start to ground their body to calm down enough where they don't feel like they have to grab things because when the body goes into a state where it's desperate or when the mind feels desperate, that offsets the circuitry all the time. And then whatever you take in that state is not gonna get absorbed the way that you would want it to. So first and foremost, you have to work on yourself and get your body into a state that is receptive enough to deal with what you're taking. Now, in order to do that, I work a lot with the liver Always. So I'm always looking at people's livers. And I look at the liver because the liver is the primary, I call it warrior, for, for detoxifying the body, storing blood, and signaling 
the brain through the blood that the liver is cleansing and feeding with minerals that it stores. So most of the time when I look at people's electrical uh, fields and situations, they all have compromised livers, which is why their brains are struggling, their hormones are struggling, their moods are off. Very hard for them to ground themselves at that point because their bodies are too hot. And so what I work on is number one, teaching them how to balance the liver and the electricity of the liver. And then I will start getting into uh, foods and supplements specifically that work with the electromagnetism of the liver, the brain, and the nervous system so that those functions can communicate properly to create the healing that you're looking for. With that, do people, as they begin to bring balance to their world through all that, are they able to take in more and more information and, and continue that process? I mean, it's a building process, isn't it? Absolutely. It's a cultivation process. When you work with people and they have addictive patterns, what is your first step with your client? First step is identifying in their field where they're carrying these frequencies, like where they're carrying this, uh, what I call unbalanced spheres of electricity. And so when you look at the body, you see there's, um, we have spheres of energy that interact with each other. And the way that works is that, for example, every organ is both inputting and outputting. It's taking something in, it's, it's putting something out, and it's also communicating with your spine and your central nervous system. So these organs that you see, they're not really just organs, they're actually parts of the fields of the elements that have slowed down, that appear to look like they're solid, but they're not. They're actually being fed minerals by the fields that surround them. So the kidneys are being fed by specific mineral contents that are coming from the water element. The liver is being fed by the, the wood element, the lungs by the metal element. And so these elements or forces of physics are contributing to the very life force of each one of these organs. Matthew, how do these spheres affect addictive patterns? Addictive patterns are, what they are, are they are what I call closed circuit friction patterns that exist within your field where you are only able to stay in one electromagnetic plane of understanding because of the chemical imbalance that you've created in your body. A lot of times addictions can be caused by issues that are imprinted, meaning when somebody, when you're in a field that is of someone who is abusing you for a long period of time, and then their charges or minerals are offsetting you, and you start to mimic that pattern or you create that pattern, what happens is the those patterns are not able to take in new elements anymore. So for example, when people have liver brain problems, they're not able to get into their heart because they have too much of the liver heat bombarding the brain and the heart and they cannot get into a deeper frequency. And so what I do is number one, identify what the patterns are. I help them raise the electromagnetism in their bones and their blood so that they can actually start changing the spheres, they can understand how to integrate a new sphere, how to synthesize it in their body, and how to then use minerals to bring into those spheres to reset the system. 
Do you ever work with mineral rubs and minerals being ingested? Yeah, I do. Um, for example, minerals being ingest, ingested all the time. So each person I work with, a lot of times I will give them a different type of uh, mineral to use specifically on their body. So if I was working on your body and I saw that there was like inflammation, let's say, in a uh, you know, lower part of the, of the body and then there wasn't enough heat, then I'm going to put you on specific minerals for that. And I'm going to give you directions and positions to stand that are going to stimulate the body to take in those minerals. And then what's going to happen is you're going to get the minerals from the position you're in, that you're taking in your bones, you're also going to get it internally. And so the internal aspect will help wake the body up to what it needs to hear. And putting your, your bones and heart in that position will actually get the body integrated with the fields around you so that the messengering systems are clear. Can we discuss and share with everyone some of the conditions that you treat? Sure. I treat conditions that are affected by electromagnetic imbalances, which would basically be all conditions. Every disease that we have is a function of there being an imbalance in how our circuitries are receiving the mineral input information, how we are processing them, and how we are outputting either new spheres of electromagnetic information or unable to release and process new spheres. And what I'm working with is getting your body to heal itself. I do not heal your body. I did not heal your back. I was simply involved with the fields to move the minerals in position that do the work. And I know what needs to go where and what's sleeping in the body, what is not awake. And by getting it to awaken itself and then using the proper ratio, things will heal rapidly, which is why often when I work with people, they heal rapidly. The conditions that specifically this can work wonders for are gonna be when you're dealing with bone, bone disorders like spine, knee, cartilage, ligament disorders because the bones are such high conductors. And so when I run a very high current through your bones and through your field, the bones are gonna absorb through the water within, through the marrow, which as we know, water is a great electromagnetic conductor. So when you put minerals in the bones, it has a dynamic effect on the water in the body. When you shift the water in the body, everything changes. And so I like to work on spinal issues like scoliosis, bone spurs, degenerative disc conditions, um, things that don't move or don't look like they have the potential to move. Because when you have a um, appendage that can't, move, it's because it has no electricity. The signals are off. Or when you can start to reinvigorate the circuits, then what you're doing is you're giving life to the tissue that is dead. Matthew, you have helped so many people with so many varied conditions and diseases. Can you share with us what you feel is the fundamental cause of disease? From my experience, or actually I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this on a broader spectrum, giving, given and knowing that electromagnetic fields, electromagnetism and mineralization or particleization are responsible for all of the creation of life, then imbalances 
in the electromagnetic function combined with how the different minerals flow through their channels are what will cause a disease. Now, if you think about this, something that has proper electrical conductivity is balanced. Go to a wall socket or a, a, um, a lamp, if the currents are flowing properly and it's balanced and the bulb is a active bulb and the circuits are all communicating, you will get light from it. And if you don't, then you have darkness. And so there's a, a electromagnetic vitality that flows through every single thing. If that electromagnetic vitality is moving properly, then nothing will remain um, in a state of dis-ease. It's not going to stay in that state of lack of flow or lack of current. And so diseases are constrictions in our electromagnetic fields that disallow the currents, the natural currents from flowing and thus the proper mineralization to take place on a daily basis. Now, when people are sick, they can't move, they're stuck. They feel like they have a, a, um, a literally a condition. So what is a condition? A condition is an electromagnetic position that you've created within yourself that is not moving. So you're creating a condition. You're saying that I only do this, but I don't do that. I have a condition. Because of your limitation or condition, you limit the electricity and the minerals that can come into your body. And that is what holds the disease in place. You create the disease. It is created in your system. That was a wonderful answer. I really appreciate that. Matthew, I am fascinated by all we've talked about, and I'm fascinated by the potentials for healing in myself and in many others. How does the human body create this healing? How do we heal? The body is such an extraordinary tool for creative interaction with electromagnetic fields and stimuli. And it is a conductor of life. It is conducting life force in every moment that it is moving. And where my wisdom came through the martial arts and through my own understanding of physics is that physics is the study of motion. Life is physics. Life is motion. It's the various balancing of forces in motion that create and creation and balance are healing. So in healing, we are creating balance with those forces. The body has a power and the body's power is that if you break it down, it is a large percentage of water, a large percentage of minerals and bones, which are extremely conductive. So, and at the source of it, you have a heart, which is an electromagnetic generating pump. So what you have is you have a massive pulsing magnet with an extremely electroconductive inner atmosphere 
that is able to, through its electromagnetism, absorb new chemicals and particles in every moment based on how it moves. So the earth is moving. The, the fields in the earth are moving. Because of this motion, there are seasons. There are changes. Each one of these changes give our bodies information to speed up, to slow down, to go in, to come out. They're informing our bodies what they need to do. Our bones as being conductor rods of electricity can grab new minerals and shapes and absorb them through the electromagnetic pulse of the heart that works through the tissue of the bones, the marrow, the nerves, the ligaments. It is an extraordinary symphony of magnetic music and chemical reactions. And by using the body precisely for specific exercises, which a lot of them um, were being done by Kung Fu masters earlier on because they had an innate understanding that if they change the shape of the body, they're changing their interaction with their opponent. I took it to a level of understanding when you change the shape of the body, you are interacting with the periodic table in a way where you can remineralize your body instantly. So when my body's diminished in magnesium, I have specific poses that I go into, I stand in them, I face the right direction, I breathe a specific way, and I can feel the salt in my mouth coming from that interaction. We have had such an amazing time today talking with Matthew Klein. I invite everyone to visit electromagnetichealer.com to learn more about Matthew's work and upcoming events. Matthew is available in New York for individual healing sessions, group healings. And Matthew, you're going to be traveling all over teaching and doing healing work. Can you share that with us a little? Absolutely. I plan on going out to the UK and some other European countries in May and June, where I'm going to be lecturing and also doing large group healings and teachings. And I'm also working on setting up groups in different parts of the United States, so Los Angeles, Miami, New York City, Connecticut, where I will also be doing large group healings and teachings. Well, that is really wonderful. It's very exciting to go all over sharing your work. That must be fascinating for you to travel all over. It is. It is. I feel very blessed to be able to communicate this information to the general public who is searching and wanting to see a deeper aspect of themselves that they have not witnessed yet and that they can use to transform themselves beyond what they have ever imagined. That's beautiful. Could you share some closing words of wisdom with us that we can leave people with? Within you, within your electromagnetic field, you have the power to heal yourself. You have the power to interact with the elements and minerals of your body and to create transformation that is real, that is permanent, and that can have a profound influence on your world. And this power that is within you is scientific. 
It is interacting with you whether you are aware of it or not. And as you start to become aware of it, because you are interested in it, it will start to enter your reality. You will start to become more attuned to the chemical and scientific reactions that are happening in you and you will start to control them for healing. That was very beautiful, Matthew. Thank you so much for joining us today. It is a pleasure. Thank you. I wish to express deep gratitude to Brian, Zach, and Synergy for the use of their song, Embrace the Change. I thank all of you for joining with us today. I invite you to visit spiritofthedawn.com for more inspiring interviews. Sending love from my home to yours. I am Theidian Emissary of Light, Caroline Walsh.